Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a well-known TV personality from Oslo, Norway, and I'm delighted to have him on the other side of the, show, on the camera, if I can use that term, Mr. Christian Strand. Christian, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Ashutan Garg. It's, it's a pleasure being uh, part of your show. Thank you. Christian is a TV presenter. He's a podcast podcaster. He's a former developer and is a series creator. He's a presenter and an actor in NRK and TV2. So Christian, before we talk about television and all the things you're doing, <laughs> tell me about your own journey and what took you in front of the camera. Wow. Uh, well, I started with TV when I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. um, that was when I was having my first show here back in Norway. Wow. So I was sitting in the in my 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 home with my mom and dad, and I was watching TV. I was 11 years old, mm -hmm. and I and I was watching the TV and said, "Wow! Imagine working in the TV, Amazing. doing that show with mm. the people I watch now." Mm. Uh, and then I asked my mom and dad and said, "What? What? How can I become?" a guy that's working with TV. Mm. So one day I was reading the newspaper, the Norwegian newspaper called mm -hmm. After Boston, mm -hmm. and they were seeking uh, young people to host uh, youth shows. Okay. So I was writing this letter to them okay. and, and I sent them to the NRK, the Norwegian Broadcasting Company, which is the mm. biggest company in, in Norway. Mm. And, uh, and uh, they asked me for an audition. Mm -hmm. So I was 12 years old. I came to this huge, big white house in Oslo okay. where NRK mm -hmm. was, was, uh, was holding their studios. Mm -hmm. And I was uh, on an audition, audition with uh, 3,000 youngsters. Wow. And uh, together with four other people, I was getting the part. So, I was, hosting, so I was hosting a show. Uh, and after that... I was doing a lot of commercials. Uh, I was doing other kids shows, uh, but uh, at the time of 18, when I was 18, I was asked to play a part in a big uh, drama series mm -hmm. here in Norway mm -hmm. called uh, The Hotel Caesar, mm -hmm. which is a, a big hotel uh, soap opera drama okay. uh -huh. uh, with full casts. Wow. Uh, I know soap operas are, 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 are huge in India, yeah. but uh, this show was huge in Norway. We had mm. approximately uh, 1 million viewers every day. Mm. So my part was being a piccolo at the hotel with okay. uh, carrying a suitcase and stuff. <laughs> uh, so I was taking part in 450 episodes. Wow. Okay. Um, and then I jumped off that and became a TV host, having my own TV shows, uh, oh, really? live TV shows and and... And still are so. Um, so yeah, I've been working with TV for 20, 22 years, and I'm 40 now. So amazing. Yeah, it's been it's been all of my life, like, uh, almost. What an what an incredible journey! And <laughs> you know the the, the 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 message I get for a lot of our audience is that if you have a passion, go for it, and look where you can yeah. reach. Uh, as Christian has reached, wonderful. <laughs> so Christian, now talking a little bit about television, you mm -hmm. are in multiple formats, and yet from the television now there are mm -hmm. so many many different digital media for channels available how is digital media changing the television business well i think for the last 
seven, ten to five years, I think they, it has been a great change in, in the way we uh, publish uh, mm -hmm. our content and in the way we produce our content. Mm -hmm. uh, for ten, since uh, the early 2000 and uh, 2000, from 2000 to 2010, mm -hmm. that was the first when we uh, started to be digitalized. Mm -hmm. um, we had our own, um, NRK had their own app mm -hmm. and Netflix came and HBO came and all the international part streamers uh, took more and more market shares. So I think the way we are changing, the way we are producing mm -hmm. is one, the speed. I think we have to uh, be faster in, mm -hmm. in the way we publish things when it comes to to compete with uh, the internationals. Mm -hmm. uh, and I also think we have to uh, change the speed when it comes to what you and I want to consume Correct. every day. Mm. So um, before uh, all the internationals came uh, and competed with Norwegian content, mm -hmm. we used uh, more time to both develop uh, and also to create. So I think um, the speed has changed when uh, the digitalization has mm -hmm. become a huge part. Yeah. Uh, I think the way we uh, publish things yeah. in shorter forms, in faster forms. Uh, and I also think the way we think when we develop the content that we are producing, because uh, from... Uh, publishing linear when you just received a lot of content when when a big distributor wanted uh, you are now in your own uh, you are now your own uh, master of mm. what you want to watch correct so you so you're all you you choose uh, what you, what you want to to watch and, and that makes when i make content i i have to take that in um, in mind because uh, it comes to what kind of uh, colors you use mm. uh, on the on the front pictures. Uh, it 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 has to do with uh, what kind of target audience you want mm. to know, want to reach. For instance, uh, if you watch uh, the picture the I'm behind having you, yeah. behind, yeah, the, mm. the banner behind me, that's uh, that's a podcast uh, for a, a young audience mm. uh, from 15 to to 25. So uh, what I'm using is uh, my oh, own uh, my my own face with yeah. money coming up mm. because we wanted to reach young people that are interested in 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 entrepreneurship mm. uh, and becoming millionaires. Wow! So um, so that's the way you you have to change the way you you think and the way you produce content uh, because the digitalization is. Um, uh, they they want more of you all the time. Nice, well said, well said. Yeah. And when you when you are thinking of something new, and you know you are a creative person, how much time does it take from the time you conceive of an idea till you actually <laughs> take it to the audience? Well, uh, that depends. That mm. depends whether it's uh, a podcast or if it's a, a documentary series or if it's a live show. 
or it's a drama. Uh, mm -hmm. For this podcast, uh, we started developing, it started with an ID in 2001 mm -hmm. in, the, in the beginning. Um, and then we started developing it with having a workshop. Uh, so we wanted to make a podcast that took young people who wanted to make money serious. Mm -hmm. uh, so what we do, did, we gathered a lot of uh, great heads, great minds, brains mm -hmm. to find out, okay, so how do we reach a young audience, 15 to 25 years old, mm -hmm. with that content? Um, so we started in 2021, and mm -hmm. then we had the workshops, and then we did a pitch for the Norwegian Broadcasting Company. Would mm -hmm. you invest in this? Uh, and it took uh, almost a year uh, mm. to settle everything up, yep. to script it, to find the cost, to find the publishing, all the, all the ingredients. So um, I think for, for a podcast like this, one and a half year. Okay. But if I, if I make a documentary series, mm. uh, I'm also producing a documentary series now. And mm. we are, you, I, I think we started with the idea for two, two years ago. Wow. Uh, and we are now going in production this, this autumn, this fall. Amazing. And I'm going to come to your documentary series also, because I want yeah. to ask you about it. But, you know, uh, in the last three, four years, the entire viewing game has changed. And with the mm -hmm. pandemic, it's changed completely with the arrival of the OTT platforms. And, mm -hmm. you know, you've been a television star, you're making movies, you acted in mm -hmm. your own uh, web series, you're making web series. I wanted mm -hmm. to understand from you, how is how are the OTT platforms creating challenges for the traditional platforms? Well, I think for the Norwegian Broadcasting for the Norwegian Broadcasting Company, we have both. We have the traditional, which is uh, TV and radio, yeah. uh, and we have the OTT platform, the streaming platform, mm. for almost the same content uh, for sound and and video. Mm. Uh, I think the what have changed that we can now produce more content mm. on the OTT platform. Mm -hmm. And we can uh, get more information about what people are watching mm -hmm. and what people, people are listening to. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think the OTT platforms makes us to um, make a greater variation of our programs or mm -hmm. our content. We can make short forms for... Uh, seven to 11 minutes mm. in dramas, mm. but we can also try to make like longer formats, like two hours of yeah. documentary series mm. or documentaries. Mm. But in traditional uh, TV, we have schedules. So we have like 29 minutes or 45 minutes mm. uh, where we had to fit in because uh, we have a prime time and we have morning shows. Mm. So, um, and I've been all for all yep, of those yep. the schedules. Mm -hmm. But in the OTT, you can just, okay, we make a great show. Uh, if we want, we can publish it in the morning. If you want, we can publish it in the night. We can publish it on a Wednesday or a Saturday, whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, and we can push it uh, and spread it out uh, in a different way. Mm. Uh, but what's challenging is that people... Uh, need to find it. Mm. People need to go into the platform. 
Correct. Uh, if people want to listen to this podcast, they have to find it in the Correct. podcast Apple yeah. uh, mm. app, mm. or they have to go into Spotify. Mm. Uh, but in the traditional uh, video, TV, uh, or radio, you can just watch it, mm. whatever. And oh, that's a great show. Let me sit here for an hour eating popcorn and watch. Yeah. But now you have to select. Absolutely. And you have to know what you are going to watch in, in a quite different way. So mm. um, I think uh, it's more challenging but because you have to make content that really stand out mm. uh, in a different way than in the linear way or in the traditional way. Absolutely. So it's more demanding for us as creators to find, okay, so what do uh, uh, the target group, what does the group really want to watch? Mm, uh, well uh, so we have to think more. Mm. Uh, and probably that's a good way Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Well said. Absolutely. Great response. And yet, you know, you know and India is a very, very large market with, with which was on one side been anchored by Bollywood and a whole lot of other movies yeah. from around the country. Isn't, isn't Netflix looking for India now? Isn't Netflix going to, if India's we putting, get India, yeah. we are going... Absolutely. Uh, India's put, Netflix is I'm told, putting very, very big bucks in, into the Indian market. But what I wanted to ask you was that we're beginning to see a lot of the senior stars like yourself now beginning to move to OTT. Yeah. I remember reading articles before the pandemic and they would say, oh, we'll never be on that platform. Now, all the big guys are on it. I'd love <laughs> yeah. to get your perspective. Do you see this continuing? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, in, in both ways, I think. I think we can see the, uh, if, if if you take Hollywood, for instance, mm. you, you can see that uh, a lot of the big stars uh, when it comes to drama yeah. uh, goes to Netflix and HBO mm. uh, and Disney and, and all their uh, streaming platforms. Uh, and I think uh, why they do that is because a lot of the, the development and all the create, creating people are searching for TV. Mm. Um, in Norway, uh, a, a lot of films are still huge distributed on, on cinemas. Mm. Uh, but we see that a lot of the drama series, the big drama series, in Norway still are uh, in NRK platform mm. or uh, the TV2 or Viasat or Viaplay mm. uh, and also Netflix. Mm. Uh, and we see a lot of the great stars, even if it comes to uh, some of the one that's always been on, on, on the movie screen mm -hmm. going to the OTT platforms. Mm. Uh, when we, what we are seeing in the more traditional TV is that traditional TV is is doing great mm. uh, in in Norway. Yep. So you you can still get the one million people watching on a Friday mm. night on traditional mm. uh, TV, uh, and and only the half of that population watching it on on TT. Mm. So I don't think that um, uh, Norway has come to the same change as in Hollywood when mm. it comes to. Uh, everyone going to the OTT platform, but you know, you in a couple know. of years, mm. yeah, in a couple of years, maybe we will see more uh, creators only going to the OTT platform yep. for. And you know, uh, you'd be interested to know exclusivity, exclusivity. Yeah, and well said because you'd be interested to know that I was watching the other day, and 
Norwegian series and films are now being dubbed into English and mm-hmm. are available on Amazon Prime and uh, and Netflix and they're being watched in India. Oh, so cool. Suddenly <laughs> the market for Norwegian films and web series is beginning to grow and I think that's a positive of the OTT, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Uh I have been speaking to to Netflix and HBO and uh and they are buying more on and more Norwegian or Nordic content. Mm-hmm. Uh and we see that uh, a lot of dramas and documentaries from from the Scandinavian uh are having a great audience outside the the, mm. the borders. Mm. So I think uh even if it's a, a local norwegian story it can uh make changes or impact in india and and the us yep so we are watching uh, uh bollywood stories uh, outside uh, <laughs> yes. here in Nor- oslo so absolutely I think it goes, uh, it's becoming ways. it's becoming global and you know for yeah. stars like you suddenly the world is the market now you know so now i'm in india with you and next time you know i'm in bollywood absolutely absolutely <laughs> my next question to you uh, christian is that while there are huge opportunities of ott well on the one side television is highly regulated ott is not hmm. no government has been able to figure out how to regulate ott what is this doing to the viewing habits of the young consumers or young viewers well um i think back here in norway we have like two or three big uh, national uh, television distribution mm. distributors mm. uh and they are great uh with the ott platform we are getting more international content mm. um with netflix and hbo and and amazon um what it does to the young people uh, is that they get they get more more content mm. uh what is important for the norwegian distribution distributor on ott platforms is that they are regulated when it comes to editorial regulations mm-hmm. so uh when for instance we make uh, a documentary series about the topic mm-hmm. uh in a journalistic ways we will have a different uh, uh editorial uh responsibility mm-hmm. uh in Amazon or HBO or or Netflix when they make a documentary call it or if it's a, a drama on a, a specific topic i think they have a different commercial way of of looking into mm. uh into the into the topic mm. so i think uh i don't know when it comes to governmental uh restrictions but when it comes to editorial i think uh what's important for the norwegian um is that it's editorial mm-hmm. uh that someone yeah. is having the responsibility for the content that are producing and published in a different way that the international ott platforms ever will oh, do well. thank you and that's your response gives me a great segue to my next question which is your documentary series you said you just finished two years of research and are beginning to start shooting i'm not sure if you are at liberty to talk about it but if you are tell me a little bit about it 
Well, we are just in the beginning of that one, uh, but I can I can tell you more about the the one that uh, I've already been shooting, and okay, which is out that. in the in the Norwegian it, it, that you actually can mm-hmm. find in in NRK. Mm-hmm. Um, that documentary series was about all the waste that we are and uh, all the things that we are throwing away as waste mm-hmm. uh, that has, is actually usable. So the name of the show was called Schlöse uh, okay. uh, It's I think there were like 800,000 people watching it every Wednesday. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was last year. Uh, and uh, what I was doing, I was taking uh, celebrities, Norwegian celebrities, mm-hmm. um, to see and to find out all the things that the Norwegian Norwegians are throwing away every day, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. garbage. Mm. So it was an uh, an uh, a, a documentary series about the environment. Mm. So in the first episode, uh, because Norway is a, is a country where everyone is driving an electric car, yeah, like Tesla or mm. or, or mm. Nissan or whatever. Uh, but pe- what people didn't know is that we are every year uh, throwing away 800 cars wow. uh, that are usable. Mm. But because of small damages on the car, uh, the insurance company and uh, and the manufacturer just uh, throw it away and uh, uh, and making it go into pieces. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to do, because I'm both a journalist and I'm a and I'm a host, I wanted to change that. Mm-hmm. I I want to go to no wastes. I don't want Norwegians to waste anymore. Yeah. Uh, both because it's money uh, wasted and it's garbage and pollution. Mm. So I took all these five uh, celebrities on, on the road to find out how can we change the way people in Norway are looking upon garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I made the, the government, the Norwegian government, to, to, to look into why they uh, have these regulations when it comes to uh, used parts in electric cars, mm. uh, when it comes to... Uh, throwing away um, furniture from mm. governmental uh, housing. Mm. Uh, when it comes to the army, why they not use, uh, uh, why don't they don't um, fix broken clothes and shoes? Mm-hmm. Mm. So uh, it makes, it made um, a great debate here in Norway. Yeah. Uh, and, and people really enjoyed watching the documentary series. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, so that was a that was a great show uh, that actually made an impact. Mm. Uh, Amazing, so, yeah. Amazing, and uh, and the next you know, show that I'm uh, that I'm making now is more more personal. Okay. It's more uh, of my story yeah. uh, uh, because I'm I'm adopted from uh, Indonesia. Mm-hmm. So so that's the topic, but I can't no, no, tell you more about this. No, maybe next time. Whenever you're ready to launch it, uh, yes, we'd love yes. to. I'd love to talk to you for the Indian audience or the US audience. Yes. You know. And my last question to you, Christian, and this is for the many many people who will listen to our conversation. You are such an amazing journey you've had in front of the television, uh, man, as a creative person, as and as a celebrity. What would you say are three learnings or three lessons you want our viewers and listeners to take away from your journey and from our conversation? Um, I think the first one, you said it already. I think it's passion. 
Yeah. Uh, it sounds a little bit like, uh, oh, what's passion? I don't have passion and everything. But actually, I think passion is, was my, and is my, my greatest drive mm. in life. Mm. Uh, I have had passion for entertainment, for journalism, for TV, for radio, since I was 11 years old. Mm. So, uh, and acting. So yeah. when I have this passion, when I actually uh, feel, okay, so, so what can I do? Or when I wake up in the morning, I can say, okay, so what if I have the time and the capability of do something without making any money, mm. what would that be? Mm. That would be acting, uh, hosting, radio, talking. Mm. Okay, so that I can do without making any money. That's the passion Wonderful. of me. That, yeah. That's when I can stretch myself mm. to work whenever I want, in the night, in the morning, whatever, mm. yeah. uh, without the draining myself of energy. Mm. So find your passion and, mm. and be honest about it. Mm. So if you, like, if you like to be a TV host or an actor, yeah. uh, uh, go for that one. Uh, if you like to bake and make... Uh, food be honest about that or if you like uh, numbers mm. or, or or whatever that's your passion go yeah. for that one yeah uh, so i think that's that's uh, uh, that's one tip mm-hmm. um the the other one is seek advice mm-hmm. uh and and that's my greatest sparring partner or advisor is my dad mm. um I ask him a lot of questions about everything. Mm. Uh, and I'm, I'm a guy that I want to talk to people that are smarter than me all the time. Mm. And he is. Mm. Uh, so ask people that are, that even, uh, that, that knows more about what you are seeking. Mm. If you're wanting to go into the, the, the industry, talk to people who have made it. Correct. What are they doing? How mm. did they accomplish what they accomplished? Mm. Uh, find out what they have done. Uh, ask them about your insecurity. Find out what you have to do. Mm. Uh, and don't be shy of taking up the phone, writing an email, yeah. uh, sending a DM. Contact people that you are looking uh, or you find interesting. Mm. Um, and the last one is, even though I have a podcast about money, uh, don't make money a big part of your journey. Yeah. Money will come. So if you find out what you really want to do, uh, even if you uh, find out that it is something that you don't make any money out of, mm. do it. Because the money will come because if you actually get really, really great at what you are doing, mm. people will pay you for even talk about it or doing it correct. or whatever. So uh, I try to not have money uh, as a guidance of me choosing what kind of series I want to make or what kind of podcast I want to t- talk in. Uh, try to... Uh, put money away uh, and then find your road and then after you have gone with the passion or and find out what you want to do Mm. then you can try to find okay so what's the business model 
Yeah. So how can I survive doing what I love? Correct. Okay, I have to to charge more of my mm. expertise. I have to sell more on social media. I have to. I have to whatever. Well said. So well, that's. I think that's my three best fantastic. Uh, tips. And on that note, and your three amazing lessons, Christian, pursue your passion and be honest about it. Seek advice. And I'm so delighted you spoke about your dad. You know, it's always good to have a strong mentor. And finally, money is not everything in life. It will come as long as you follow your passion. Thank you wow, so great much. Summary. For, great summary. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about your journey on in television. I was particularly amazed at how at 11, you decided what you wanted to do. And that's yeah. really amazing clarity. Thank you for speaking to me and good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.